Alright folks, this is again another trying to uh, to make the recording a little bit better. Because for whatever reason, this this series of posts has given me a lot of trouble uploading. But either way, we're going to get through it. This is Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars Part 4. Alright folks, you still with me? I know this is a lot of time to devote to one document. The problem is, this isn't any old document. It is the 25th edition and probably presents several edits from the original. As far as I know, this is the best edition we can get our hands on. They have been much better at hiding their plans, and have, we have yet to see recent editions. The Bilderberg meetings are annual. We can assume that each meeting has its minutes recorded. Since the 70s, they might have turned to audio recording instead of paper copies. Then again, after this was made totally public in the book Behold a Pale Horse by William Cooper, maybe they stopped producing the paper at all. Bill Cooper was naval intelligence, a Vietnam vet, and a hardcore patriot. He was murdered on his own front porch by these fucking pigs. It's this book that first introduced me to two of the most powerful documents in existence, at least in terms of uncovering this clique. The first being the Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion. The second is the one we are studying, Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars. Behold a Pale Horse is such an excellent book, I cannot say enough about it. If you want to understand the world that you live in, read this book. Cooper warned of an attack by Bin Laden six months prior to 9-11. You can search it. Just search Bill Cooper Predicts 9-11. And on my website, I have a six-minute video that breaks down every, you know, that that meant much more think this man's death in november of, after 9-11 was a coincidence watch the video and think again there's been so many heroes that have died before they even became known to the public this man is the real deal alex jones was groomed and put in place to fill the void after we lost william cooper that's all he is he is a fucking puppet and the fact that he never mentions Bill Cooper, the Jews, or any way we can actually win proves he is fucking garbage. We're here to open up the secrets AJ is hiding while pretending to offer knowledge. AJ claims to, I have the documents. Cooper made them public. AJ just screams like a madman. Cooper was sensitive. I mean, this man cried during some of his fucking uh, radio programs. And not like... AJ does. It was sent, you know, you can tell fake crying from fucking non. Anyways, he devoted his life to the cause and he loved all of humanity. He had an Asian wife and daughter that survived him. We in this movement and those who are joining daily owe our respect and prayers for Mr. Cooper and his family that have to get along without him. I can't make this clear. If you listen to or watch InfoWars, you are getting poisoned with half-truths and incomplete information. The best propaganda has some truth, if not all truth. It's made useful by omission. He drops a few true facts on his audience and then flips out and spins out of control. This fucking slob has never, never completes a single thought to its logical end. Any caller that mentions Israel, Zionists, or even the Palestinians is drowned out by their mocking. They insist anyone who thinks Jews are involved at all are just bigots. The last clip I saw of this was fucking hilarious. They asked their resident Jew, and that's something they called them their resident Jew, who actually looks for Jewish influence, but wouldn't you know, just can't find a single thing worth reporting on. They were asked, quote, who is, quote, they? 
To this simple and easily answered question, they had nothing. They even said that it was unknowable. Then she mentioned Israel, and they drummed her off the air. They have been identified, and I am sick of this fucking crap. Calling the clique they and them is only meant to make you feel helpless. How can one fight them? The clique is made up of people, and we can name some of them at least. One raid on the Bilderberg meeting would be very fruitful in gathering actual names. Well, the guest list is usually released by the group itself or the insiders leaking things. We know the players and compress them for information on the rest. These pukes wouldn't stand up to a single session of interrogation by a skilled interrogator. When offered leniency for giving up the power structure, they would happily roll over if it saved them a single second off of their sentence. This is exactly how they destroyed the mob, so it's tried and true. This is the end of their technical portion, so after the god-awful third of the document that is just, just, oh, just algorithmic gobbledygook, they finish it with this. This is the result into which we substitute to get a get that set of conditions of prices of commodity commodities bad news on TV, which deliver a collapse of public morale ripe for takeover. Once the economic price and sales coefficients AJK BJK are determined, they may be translated into the technical supply and demand coefficients GJK CJK and one slash LJK. Shock testing of a given commodity is then repeated. To given to the time rate of change of these technical coefficients. Like I said, this is all just very technical gobbledygook, but it has allowed them to give themselves economic models that actually work. So while they give us climate model after the next that is just straight horseshit, they have economic models that work to a T. You see, this is the economic structure so dependable and scientific that it alone provides the clique with an economic goal, a goal that when achieved will signal the readiness of the U.S. to be dominated without the mask. They are desperate to drop the mask and show us their true intentions. They are so immature they seem to want to tell us prematurely how they have gotten away with everything. Like a Bond villain giving up his plan while 007 struggles to get loose from his trap. These fictional, egomaniacal villains are very close to the real thing. The inventor was a spy himself, named Ian Fleming. Fleming was the son of a member of parliament, and the nephew of a banker. He appeared to be Jewish by name at least. He was born into money and aristocracy. He knew a lot, and he incorporated his time with British and naval intelligence, as well as the many other roles he played. He was, he was a real deal spy into his books. Every single Bond episode involves a small clique attempting to take over the world. He dresses it up in cartoon character bad guys, but the message is plain and repetitive. Back to their garbage. Quote, the simplest form of an economic amplifier is a device called advertising. If a person is spoken to by a TV advertiser as if he were a 12-year-old, then due to suggestibility, he will, with certain probability, respond to respond or react to that suggestion with the uncritical response of a 12-year-old and will reach into his economic reservoir and deliver its energy to buy that product on impulse when he passes it in the store. <clears throat> Unquote. Advertising is proven to be valuable beyond all expectations. The absolute control over the individual household, a unit of measurement, through commercials is incredible. They began advertising to women, after getting the female profile down to a T, they moved on to junior. Advertising to the kids can be as valuable as ad the ads for mom. 
because the kids will bother their mom until they she takes dad's money and buys junior whatever. Now advertising has targeted men with psychological warfare. Constant tugs and pulls at a man's confidence. Is your car good enough? Is your dick hard enough? Are you depressed? <laughs> well, if they weren't before, they are now. This following list is the methods they were using in 1979. Privacy has been a fucking fantasy and a total lie. Let this list really sink in and ask yourself, what don't they know about you? They know far more than not. Short list of inputs, questions to be, quote, short list of inputs, questions to be answered. What, where, why, who, when, and how. General sources of information. Telephone taps, analysis of garbage, surveillance, behavior of children in school, standard of living by food, shelter, clothing, and transportation, social contacts by telephone, itemized record of calls, family, marriage certificates, and birth certificates, friends and family associates, memberships and organizations, political affiliation, the personal paper trail, personal buying habits, i.e. personal consumption preferences by checking accounts, credit card purchases, tag credit card purchases, the credit card purchase of products bearing the UPC universal product code, assets by checking accounts, savings accounts, real estate, business, automobiles, etc., safety deposit at banks, stock market, liabilities by creditors, enemies, loans, government sources labeled ploys, um, by welfare, social security, USDA surplus food. That's right, folks. They call USDA surplus food. Uh, doles, grants, and subsidies. The principles of this ploy, the citizen will almost make the collection of information easy if he can operate on the free sandwich principle of eat now and pay later. Government sources via intimidation by Internal Revenue Service, OSHA, Census, etc., other government services, services, sources, surveillance of U.S. mail, habit patterns, strengths and weaknesses, activities like sports and hobbies, um, fear, anger, cr- criminal record, hospital records, drug, sens- drug sensitivities, reaction to pain, psychiatric records, fears, angers, disgusts, adaptabilities, reactions to stimuli, violence, suggestibility, hypnosis, pain, pleasure, sex, and love. Methods of coping or adaptability by consumption of alcohol, consumption of drugs, entertainment, religious factors influencing behavior, other methods of escaping from reality. Payment modus operandi. Do they pay on time? By payment of telephone bills, energy purchases, water purchases, repayment of loans, house payments, automobile payments, payments on credit cards, Political sensitivities by their beliefs, contacts, positions, strengths and weaknesses, projects and activities. Their legal inputs, behavior, control, excuses for investigative search, arrest, search, arrest, or employment of force or modified behavior. By court records, police records, driving records, reports made by made to police, insurance information, and anti-established acquaintances. National input information, business sources via IRS, by prices of commodities, sales, investments in stocks, inventory, production tools and machinery, buildings and improvements, the stock market, banks and credit bureaus by credit information and payment information, miscellaneous sources by polls and surveys, publications, telephone records, energy and utility purchases.
unquote. So this is the incredible level of information inputs. The level of surveillance that was happening in the 1970s is fucking horrific and all-encompassing. They mentioned that collecting information is easy if simply traded for something free or convenient. Facebook has taken that simple observation and given the click the ability to personally know anyone they want. They don't have to dig in the garbage or pour over credit card statements and phone records. It's all right there and organized for them. Now let's look at the list of the objectives that this information input is in support of. Quote, outputs create controlled situations, manipulation of the economy, hence society, control uh, by control of compensation and income. The sequence goes like this. Allocate opportunities, destroy opportunities, control the economic environment, control the availability of raw materials, control capital, control bank rates, control the inflation of the currency, control the possession of property, control industrial capacity, control manufacturing, control the ability of goods and commodities, control the prices of commodities, controls services, the labor force, etc., control payments to government officials, control the legal functions, control the personal data files, uncorrectable by party slander. Control advertising, control media contact, control material available by TV viewing, disengages attention from real issues, engage emotions, create disorder, chaos, and insanity, control design of more probing tax forms, control surveillance, control the storage of information, develop psychological analysis and profiles of individuals, control legal functions, control sociological factors, control health options, prey on weaknesses, cripple strengths, and leech wealth and substance, unquote. Like I've been saying, very candid. I don't know about y'all, but this is a pretty horrifying list. It's so fucking detailed and appears to have taken all things into account. We are scientifically enslaved by the most insidious and deadly weaponry ever developed. They have weaponized everything. That's the main thing to understand. Even the most benign thing you might see on TV was selected for you to see it and trigger an emotional response that might be so subtle you fail to even notice. That's the goal. Mental distress without the intelligence to locate the source of that distress or the self-control to remove it. Back to their bullshit quote. Diversion, the primary strategy. Simplicity coefficients, simpler computer input data, greater predictability, problem simplicity solutions of differential difference equations, less data shift blurring, minimum resistance to control, destroy the faith in the American people and each other. Experience has proven that the simplest method of securing a silent weapon and gaining control of the public is keeping the public undisciplined and ignorant of the basic system principles on the one hand, while keeping them confused, disorganized, and distracted with matters of no real importance on the other hand. This is achieved by disintegrating their minds, sabotaging their mental activities, providing a low-quality program of public education in mathematics, logic, systems design, and economics, and discouraging technical creativity, engaging their emotions, increasing their self-indulgence and their indulgence in emotional and physical activities by unrelenting emotional affronts and attacks, mental and emotional rape by way of constant barrage of sex, violence, and wars in the media, especially uh, the TV and newspapers, 
giving them what they desire in excess, junk food for thought, and depriving them of what they really need, rewriting history and law and subjecting the public to the deviant creation, thus being able to shift their thinking from personal needs to highly, highly fabricated outside priorities. These preclude the, their interest in, in discovery of the silent weapons of social automation technology. Diversion summary. Media. Keep the adult public attention diverted away from the real social issues and captivated by matters of no real importance. Schools. Keep the young public ignorant of real mathematics, real economics, law, and real history. Entertainment. Keep the public entertainment below a sixth grade level. Work. Keep the public busy, 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 with no time to think. Back on the farm with the other animals. Consent. The primary victory. A silent weapon system operates upon data obtained from a docile public by legal but not always lawful force. Much information is made available to silent weapon system programmers through the Internal Revenue Service. See the studies in the structure of the American economy for an IRS source list. This information consists of the enforced delivery of well-organized data contained in federal and state tax forms collected, assembled, and submitted by slave labor provided by taxpayers and employers. Furthermore, the number of, tax, such, the number of such forms submitted to the IRS is a useful indicator of public consent and an important factor in strategic decision-making. Other data sources are given in the short list of inputs. Consent coefficients. Numerical feedback indicating victory status, psychological basis, when the government is able to collect tax and seize private property without just compensation, it is an indication that the public is ripe for surrender and is consenting to enslavement and legal encroachment. A good and easily quantified indicator of harvest time is the number of public citizens who pay income tax despite an obvious lack of reciprocal or honest service from the government. Unquote. Oh, that was tough. Last I figure, last figure I heard was 60 million Americans that refused to file federal income tax, and now you know why the income tax even exists. They print money, and they funded the government until the 1910s without an income tax at all. The tax was passed illegally, and it remains illegal today. When I was younger, there was a vibrant anti-tax movement. I think we all remember when Wesley Snipes decided to decline the, quote, voluntary tax and landed him in prison and all of the normal folks were crushed. If a Hollywood A-list celebrity can't win, how the fuck can I? By not playing their game. Like the movie said, the only way to win is to decline to play the game. The only way to win is not to play the game. (laughs) Anyways, back to their bullshit. Quote, Amplification energy sources. The next step in the process of designing an economic amplifier is discovering the energy sources. The energy sources which support any primitive economy system are, of course, a supply of raw materials and the consent of the people to labor. Consequently, assume a certain rank, position, level, or class in the social structure. Each class in guaranteeing its own level of income controls the class immediately below it, hence preserves the class structure. This provides stability and security, but also government from the top. As time goes on in communication and education improve, the lower class elements of social labor structure become knowledgeable and envious of the good things that the upper class members have. 
they also begin to attain a knowledge of energy systems and the ability to enforce their rise through this class structure. This threatens the sovereignty of the elite. If this rise of the lower classes can be postponed long enough, the elite can achieve energy dominance, and labor, by consent, no longer will hold a position of an essential energy source. Until such energy dominance is absolutely established, the consent of people to labor and let others handle their efforts must be taken into consideration, since failure to do so could cause the people to interfere in the final transfer of energy sources to the control of the elite. It is essential to recognize that, at this time, public consent is still an essential key to the release of energy in the process of economic amplification. The Artificial Womb From the time a person leaves its mother's womb, its every effort is directed towards building, maintaining, and withdrawing into artificial wombs, various sorts of substitute protective devices or shells, the political structure of a nation, dependency, the primary reason why the individual citizenry of a country create a political structure is subconscious wish to or desire to perpetuate their own dependency relationship of childhood. Simply put, they want a human god to eliminate all risks from their life, pat them on the head, kiss their bruises, put a chicken on every dinner table, clothe their bodies, tuck them into bed at night, and tell them everything will be alright when they wake up in the morning. This public demand is incredible, so the human god, the politician, meets incredibility with incredibility by promising the world and delivering nothing. So who is the bigger liar, the public or the godfather? This public behavior is surrender, born of fear, laziness, and expediency. It is the basis of the welfare state as a strategic weapon, useful against a disgusting public. Unquote. So this is why I'm an anarchist, folks. These are the very words of the people that exist above the politicians. These are the real power players talking about politicians in terms of hitmen. I wanted to make this the final post on this, but I have to stop here. I have listed so many fucking things that they have to stand on their own. This post just has to remain its own. Um, I've heard it said many times that this level of control is just impossible and that the government is too stupid to pull such things off. Well, politicians are dumb as fuck. That's not in question. But the people above them and the people doing bidding of the elite are fucking geniuses. And that is not in question. I think this is an awful lot of information for one sitting, and I want you guys to have it to marinate on as a single piece. Just too much is said in these words that I want this page to remain focused on the quotes I've inserted so far. You need to really read their words to understand their motivations. I've been obsessed with this clique for a couple of decades now, and I'm at the point now where I can see things through their eyes. There's a movie about an analyst for a three-letter agency who is so obsessed with his subject that he comes to know the subject personally. I have been around this material so much that I have come to see my enemy with respect. I respect the danger we are in. I respect the effort that they have put into this. I respect their commitment and their discipline. I respect their ability to be patient and cunning. I show them the same respect any general has for his enemy counterpart. The generals of World War II did not refer to their enemies as stupid, undisciplined, or non-threatening. Perhaps the Japanese were miscalculated, but that was fixed by the loss of the Philippines, wasn't it? (laughs) I can't argue with some of their observations. The public I'm trying so hard to save is as they are described by the elite. 
We are dumb, lazy, greedy, immature, and asking to be enslaved by accepting the authority offered to us instead of authoring our own lives. I love the way language has evolved, how simple it is to make the connections. Who is the author of your life? You or an authority? I suggest you consider the implications of accepting any authority. Does anyone have the right to author your life? No. You consent to the arbitrary authority of another human that is no better or worse than you. Words matter, folks. May and shall are two examples of lawful shenanigans. Shall means must. May means what it says. Might. Conflating the two could be disastrous. I recently watched a presentation on the New Testament. The talk was titled, How Bad Has the New Testament Been Corrupted? He totally destroyed the idea that we are playing an impossible telephone game with documents no older than like 300 AD. Apparently there's some 10,000 translations or versions of the New Testament and an incredible 5,500 transcripts just in Greek alone. You birth a ship and a baby. A vessel could travel down a river canal or a birth canal. Government. Govern means to control. Mental means mind. Mind control. Politically correct. Behavior deemed correct by the political class. You know, the ones that represent your interests? No, they control you for their interests. And they call it PC right in your fucking face. Ignorance is drowning us all. Nobody will be able to overcome this flood of ignorance. No amount of personal initiative can overcome the sea of ignorance that looms over the public. They are minutes away from dropping their flood on all of us, and the few of us who have taught ourselves how to swim are going to be dragged down by the drowning. When saving a drowning person, the safest thing to do is to knock them out so they don't drown you with their panicking. The analogy here should be clear. If you can swim, you better be swimming with your family against the current already. When the shit hits the fan, the very people you were trying to save can become anchors around your neck. Knock them out and understand you have a duty to your own life and the family and your family before saving anyone else. Remember, you are at war. There are no rules of war. War makes its own rules. God bless you guys. He may be your only hope. I sure as hell know he's mine. Know that the stakes are real and they couldn't be higher. I wish you all well and hope for the best, but I am expecting the absolute worst. I believe I am going to get to see what David Rockefeller failed to see. The completion of the New World Order and the final showdown between them and humanity. I've always thought that I was born in the wrong era. Perhaps I was made to be here at this time and witness to this event. I don't know anymore. I am stuck in the same boat with the sheeple, whether I like it or not. Knowing this shit becomes a burden to some degree. Ignorance is bliss, but I am hard, and I can handle the truth. Are you? And that's all I got. Sorry for the bad recordings. I've had to do this on my phone because the app just simply won't seem to want to let this information get uploaded. And I'm sure it's something I'm doing wrong. It's probably not a conspiracy of any kind, but that is the deal. So y'all take care. And uh, yeah, the final episode is next. So stick with me. Later.